BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Harris bitches, welcome to Straight Up with Stassi, Bonham and Bailey's only, oh, what the fuck ever. I'm here with Taylor Strecker. We're on tour right now in Chicago, sitting in a bathroom, yep. doing this podcast <laughs> episode because, first of all, uh, the Langham shout out, like, baller, baller, baller. I want to live here. Um, you know, I'm a hotel snob and this one is like up there. Well, we're, this is like, this leg of the tour is the first time we've ever had uh, two shows in one city. Yeah. Which means we actually get to stay for like an extended period of time in the hotel. Yeah. So I was like saying a little prayer to baby Jeebus. I was like, please have this be like one of the, like the sick ones. Cause we've stayed in sick places, but like for less than 24 hours. Yeah, totally. Like I was like, I won't take a bath. And I was just like hoping it was going to be like that. And it was that and so much more it really was like in cleveland we're ending on an airport hotel because we don't have time to drive into the city so that should be fun um but yeah so we're sitting in the bathroom doing this yep because taylor and Bo just did an episode of her podcast taste of taylor and they were trying to do it and the wires or whatever was connecting with other it was Spanish radio shows and Spanish music. Radio frequency. It was like, so I, my girlfriend Taylor is like basically a tech wizard or if like she doesn't know it, she'll Google it and figure it out. Like she like watches like YouTube tutorials, like to learn how to edit. And so I was like, Tay, why is this happening? And she was like, it's the cords pick up the radio frequency and you have to like flatten them out, which if you've ever seen these cords, they're like a million feet long. Yeah. You can't just like flatten it out. Like it's not a fucking like wedding dress train. Like you, <laughs> it's kind of hard. So I was panicking, but then we came in the bathroom and we, and it's all good. It works. That's so weird. I've never heard of that happening. It's so bizarre. And I like had a real moment of panic because I was like, me too. Well, what the fuck are we going to do that? I can't not turn a podcast episode in. And we can't release it with like music, music or like other shit over it. Yeah, we can And there can't. was like ads running. It yeah. was crazy. That's it was so weird. So, well, thank God for the Langham. Langham? The Langham. And yeah. their massive bathroom. Seriously. This is the size of my bedroom. Mm, same. Yeah, there's that whole apartment, actually. I feel like if I weren't at the Langham, I would probably be pulling a Selena Gomez and like um, I'd, I'd, I'd go to the hospital for exhaustion. <laughs> I'd check myself in. Uh, I, I think so. 
Like, I'm feeling it right now. Girl, I honestly, you guys just came off BravoCon. And also, you flew on Monday back to LA. And then the very next day, Tuesday, you got on a plane to, to fly go to Chicago. Chicago. But That's like, insane. Mind you, the week before that, um, I was in Rome and then London. And right before that was in Texas. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what my life is like without flying every other day. It's so weird. At least but you I'm like t- to fly, right? Yeah, love to fly, but it's, I am tired. BravoCon. Wrecked you. It wrecked me. It was a lot. So much fun. I'm so grateful for that like experience. It was like crazy to just like see so many people out there. And, Did like, you feel like such a rock star? I feel like that on my tour. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's actually why I was I was having some serious FOMO missing out. But I kind of thought to myself, well, being on tour with Stassi is kind of like always being at BravoCon. It felt the same. Yeah. It's just I got to do it with more friends. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> I friends? Do you have other friends? Don't get jealous, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> it gets so crazy. But it... it <laughs> But it was it was a lot like there were full days where it's like we were working from like in the morning till 1130 at night. And like it's it's a lot to like exert that much energy and like give everyone like the time that they deserve. Do you know what I mean? Without totally. without passing out. What's like the hardest part of doing your life? Literally, like when it comes to like these like the tour or like, you know, BravoCon, is it like. Is it getting outfits on? You know what I mean? Is it like talking to people? What's the like thing that's overwhelming? Um, it's when you don't have enough time to take photos with everyone and they get mad at you. Yup. And I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm not saying no because I'm being an asshole. Like I have to go. I just did this for a, a, a few hours. Like I, I actually have to leave now and do the next thing. Like I'm, I can't constantly, like if I'm walking, you know, on the street or, or like, I'm sorry, or walking through a crowd or something, I can't get anywhere if I'm just constantly going from right to left to people's selfies. Like I can't actually live. No. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And then when people, a lot of people are cool and totally get it. But then when there's someone who like calls me out, I'm like that, you don't know. That's not fair. They say like asshole. Yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> not fair. Like I'm not, I, I physically can't right now. <laughs> like give me a break. Calm down. Someone asked me to follow them on Instagram. About just tell me that on my podcast. A couple people actually. And I was like, listen, I'm tired. It's the end of the night. I'm going to be real honest. I only follow 666 people. And if I don't know you, I'm not going to unfollow somebody else. That is a crazy. And they were so mad at me. Honestly, that's the craziest thing in the world. I was talking about this. Oh, recently where like I have sometimes people like they'll like email me and be like, can I come on your podcast? And I'm like, here's the deal. It's the same as asking somebody to follow you. It's like, Go back to elementary school. Remember when you like really liked like Cindy in your class? You're like, Cindy is so cool. I want to be her friend. So get this is what you do. You have your mom call Cindy's mom and invite her over for a play date, right? That's step one. Right. When Cindy comes over, then you're like, I have to be the best version of myself today and make Cindy think my house is so cool. It doesn't smell weird. We're gonna have good snacks. And then Cindy's gonna be like, you're fun. Want to come play at my house? And then we're rocking and rolling. But if Cindy doesn't invite you to your house, you can't be like, Cindy. Can I complain at your house now? You can't do it. such a good point. Everything you ever need to learn in life, you learned in elementary school. That is such a great analogy. I actually, I have a friend, she has a podcast and she is like the queen of asking to go on other people's. And I'm like, baby doll, you have to ask them to come on yours first and then make them like have fun. And then they will probably invite you on theirs, but you can't cold call people like that. And she never listens to me. (laughs) I also don't like when people DM me or find my number from someone. Yep. And... 
message me like like I'm not organizing that like this isn't like like it, there's a reason that I have a publicist there's a reason I have an assistant because I don't have time to be scheduling I, that they know my schedules so like they know when they can fit something in when I'm going to be in town and when like a studio space is available or something like that so when people dm me or, or get my number I'm like it's never gonna happen you didn't go the right route honestly <laughs> I have like one one millionth of your followers and I can barely keep up with my DM. So I don't even know how you do it. You must get bombarded all day, every day. So like that's the thing too when people want to like do business through DMs, it's like they're competing against. Yeah. So they reach out to Bo. That's Because Bo checks his DMs way more than I do. That's a really good system. And so then Bo will be like, oh, this brand messaged me for you. Like, do you want me to pass this along to Emily? I'm like, yes. Yes. Don't go through me pass along through Emily. There's like a system yep. and Emily will tell Lo to ask me for like, do you approve this? Is this a product that you use or something like that? And then I'm going to think about it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, like when I want to play with Stassi, when I want to have Stassi can play at my house, I call my mom and my mom calls Emily. <laughs> there you go. There you I go. sound like such a cunt. <laughs> no, you don't. Listen, it's, it's a, whether you're a celebrity or like a non-celebrity, it's the same thing. It's called busy. Like, it's called being busy and it's like, yes, it's not about being a celebrity it's, or well-known. I hate that. I'm not a celebrity. I'm well-known. You are. I am well-known, but it's not about that. You're a celebrity. Shut up. <laughs> but it, it, it's about like my schedule is so busy that like I, my people have my schedule in order to help my life be organized. So I can't make some of these decisions on my own without a team. them. Yes. Helping me do that. I had a friend recently. She's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. Let's get lunch. And I was like, okay. And she was like, when? And I wrote back to her 2020 because that's the truth. That's yeah. literally how busy life I, is. And she said, fuck you. And I said, no, fuck you. I'll never see you now. It, it's 2020. I'm not being a dick. No, 100% Taylor. When we, Bo and I were on the way to the airport yesterday, or no, it was when we were at the airport with Katie and Tom on our way back from BravoCon. And we were like, Katie's like, let's go to Disneyland. I'm like, oh, I'm dying to go to Disneyland. And I was like, let me see if I have a day. And Bo's like, we're looking at the schedule. He's like, you literally only have two <laughs> days at home until after Christmas to like where you don't have something. And like, I'm like, oh, no, that day I already just scheduled something. So one day. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, I'm like, sorry, I can't go to Disneyland. Sorry, guys. Like maybe next year. You don't even have weekends anymore. I at least get a couple weekends, but like your BravoCon, I was fully intending to like, like follow you guys around third wheel hardcore the whole time. And I, I, I was like, I, I need the week. I need the no, weekend. No, it was good that you didn't. You wouldn't have been able to. It would and you would have been, been bored yep. because there were so many of us and it was just like, then it's like, okay, there aren't even enough chairs in the green room. So you would have probably felt uncomfortable been like, I'm just going to go. Good. Then I'm, then I'm not going to feel FOMO anymore. Because, you know, Sheena brought her new man. James bought Raquel. There was like all of that. How so, is Raquel doing? I mean, she's sweet. I mean. She's sweet. She reminds me of a deer. She's just kind of scared of me, I think. Well. I, I'm, I don't know. But she's. Well, I mean, you didn't go to her puppy party, Stassi. So, I mean, well, you know. There's that. But I think <laughs> she's sweet. That's that's it. You know what I mean? I don't know her very well. How are things with J DJ James Kennedy? Just fine. 
I, thought, I say hi. I thought y'all were like at war with each other. When I saw like everybody at. I'm just exhausted of that now. <laughs> I just, just don't care anymore. I'm too tired to fight him. So I'm like, fine, you're here. <laughs> it's like. I think it's like this tour schedule and like on top of like all your other commitments. It's kind of like what being a parent is, you know? It's like, yeah. I'm too tired to care anymore. You yes. just have to get shit done. Yes. Yep. That's so James. Cool. You're You're here now. That's, so James that's is how like I feel. the toddler having a tantrum, pooping his pants at the grocery store. Yeah, pretty much. And you're like, throw the tantrum. It's there, okay. It's, you're going to get tired eventually. It's and I'm gonna put totally you in the car seat fine. And I'm drive home. And I'm going to give you a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I don't know either. Shit. <laughs> I love trendy pieces, but I don't like to spend a lot of money on trendy pieces. I save that for the classic shit. You know what I mean? So when I see like a pair of shoes on like a celebrity that I'm like, I want that. That's cool. I go to places like Shoe Dazzle to find that because Shoe Dazzle changes its website frequently to keep updated with monthly collections and product releases. It's amazing. You could see something in a magazine and then like a few days later you go on Shoe Dazzle and they have pretty much the same thing. The website's also really fun because when you go, you get to take a quick style quiz. So they give you personalized outfit recommendations. So you're only going to see shoes that are tailored to your style and what you like. So you're not wasting your time going through so many different pages of different things that you would never care to even look at. Also, you can become a VIP member where you get 30 to 50% off regular prices plus free shipping on orders of over $39. And there is no commitment to order monthly as a VIP. Super easy. You get to look trendy. It's awesome. So again, if you're ready to upgrade your seasonal wardrobe with affordable and trending shoes, then you must check out Shoe Dazzle. Get your first Shoe Dazzle style for as low as $10 as a VIP. That's 75% off your first item with my special link. So go to shoedazzle.com slash Stassi to take advantage of this deal now. That's shoedazzle.com slash Stassi to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. You can also get free shipping on orders over $39, but there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. Go to shoedazzle.com slash Stassi. Terms and conditions do apply. Oh, I wanted to talk about basically Stassi because oh, yes. I feel like my listeners were like, what the fuck? This came out of nowhere. She hasn't told us this. And I had even told my producer, Jeremiah, when we were doing this and like over the last few months, I've been like, listen, I haven't spoken about this on my podcast and I feel like I'm not being honest with my listeners and it's really stressing me out. Yeah. But also I don't know what this is yet. <laughs> so I can't be honest with them because I don't know. Like I expected Bravo to just be like, Hey, we're trying this like new thing. Like whatever. They did a full bone press release and thing being like Stassi got a spinoff. And I'm like, thanks for telling me. Not sure yet. <laughs> I'm not sure that I have a spinoff. I'm not sure what this is. It's still a work in progress. It's, Listen, I had an idea that I wanted to do. I don't want to just do a talk show. Right. You know, because they've been coming to you for a while now. For, since like the book and everything, they right. were like, let's let's talk about like talk shows th- kind of things. And I'm like, I, you know, there are a lot of people out there doing that. There are a lot of, you know, everyone who like has somewhat of a personality, I feels like I feel like thinks they can just go out there with a huge set and do a talk show. And that's not really the case. So I'm like, what if we did a reality show talk show hybrid love? So it's like, I haven't seen anyone do that. It's in my home. 
it can be like scenes with like me and Bo or my friends or whatever. But then there also is that talk show component to it. There also is segments and games and like silly things so that it's like very quick and fun and intimate. So people yep. like it's it's authentic. It's not me just sitting on a stage being like, so tell me how you got into blah, blah, blah. blah. It's like it's like your podcast with the camera and hair and yeah. makeup. That 100%. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So that wardrobe. is the idea. And hopefully Bravo likes the four episodes I did. Hopefully the everyone likes it. The stuff I saw was fucking incredible. Like so fucking good. I was, I was dying. Taylor, I was so, I've never been more, like I was more nervous for basically Stassi to come out than I was like when I go on stage. Come on. Yeah, because it's. Why? Break it down. I'm, I'm going to give you a therapy session right now. Because I'm like, are people going to get sick of the basic shtick? Is that something that like, it's like, okay, I, it it might be a little like, maybe like it's overdone. Are people going to think these no. games are just campy? I'm like, campy's good. Campy's I mean, good. I like campy. I think campy's fun, but I still was insecure about it being like, I really hope that people like it because I'm trying really hard to do something different. You know what I mean? Well, it's working. And if they don't is. like it, then it's going to be like, that sucks. No, <laughs> that but, that, really but, but, you sucks. Have, but you have that fear before everything. What if people don't like my book and no one like comes out and buys it and then it's successful? What yeah. if no one comes to the tour? Then it was like, well, what if the tour when we're on stage, it isn't good. I mean, but yeah. like you keep that. I mean, it's good to be scared. That's what you want in life. You want to keep challenging yourself. Yes, that's like, I can't be complacent. Being complacent is the worst. And then that's when you get in a rut. And like you, being on this tour with you, as scary and hard as it is, it's like revived my soul. For yeah. real. It really, it, it brought it brought me back to life. I have a little sparkle in my eye now. <laughs> I'm me again. I found me. And plus being nervous all the time. Doesn't that like make you like burn calories? It. Yes, totally. I'm convinced that the nerves I feel all the time, it's like really helping. I also, it, it, it helps me to not have as much of an appetite as I would. Yes. But I drink more when I'm podcast touring because I'm so nervous. So that it, balances out. Yeah. The, I, I recently looked at a Weight Watchers thing because I'm about to go back on Weight Watchers. <sighs> And like wine is legit the devil. Like, it's, yeah, it's so many points for like five ounces of wine. I know, Taylor, that's, that's all. That, and then I was like, no wonder I've gained 50 Yeah, pounds. no, wine is legitimately a thing. And that is also why I've like concluded and this is what I've been doing, which doesn't make sense because I'm never home. But when I'm home, I just don't drink. But you're never home. But I'm never home. <laughs> so it was like a good seven days like that's scattered so scattered throughout oh not consecutively not consecutively so seven total for like three months it's pretty much <laughs> but i actually you go felt, Glenn Coco. <laughs> i felt a difference i do <laughs> I the days that i know or at least like if i wait all the way to like the end of the night to drink i feel a difference than My, if i'm like let's day drink let's do this i mean i'm being a hypocrite right now because the second that we end this podcast and start doing hair and makeup i'm gonna be like i need a glass of wine i'm getting nervous oh my god am i gonna forget this like this feels like a, like a whole new show all over again i don't like, know my, my set by the I way i don't remember all. anything i'm like am i i'm gonna forget everything and get on stage piss my pants not really know what to do with myself i'm like fuck Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I just keep telling myself, it's like riding a bike, right? <laughs> I think it will be. Yeah, I have to like, just when I shower, just like go over my set because I kind of forget all That's of it. how I was uh, yesterday on the car ride back and Bo kept trying, like on the way to the hotel and Bo kept trying to talk to me and I'm like, sometimes I need to shut up. I'm trying to go over my set right now. Like I realize you're being sweet, but like just not 
in this moment, please. Please, for the love I'm of God. I'm stressing out. It's that straight up with Bo. It's straight up with Stasi. And if this fails, it's all on my fucking shoulders, okay? <laughs> so just let me go over this in my head right now. Um, wait, back real quick to the weight loss thing. Yeah. I really believe in like mind-body connection and like mind over matter. It's like placebo effect. So... I like we should both keep thinking when we're on tour we're gonna get skinnier okay because I, I like this I don't I don't want to keep gaining weight on tour I want to stay or lose there was a study that was done and they took two crews of cleaning ladies for like one a huge building like let's say in Chicago right and they never had contact with each other and so they told one of the like crews that the amount of work that they were doing physical labor was the equivalent to like eight hours at the gym every given week and so they, then that's all they told them. Nothing else, nothing less. That was it. The other group, they told absolutely nothing to. And after like a month, the, the group they told the weight loss thing to, they lost weight Stop. collectively. And the group they told nothing to, it was like the same. And it's, I really, it's like, I believe that is so important. No, I, Taylor, I believe that. I believe because too. I've, I've noticed that the changes that I've made, granted, it could just be the changes I've made that I'm like, I'm not eating after 6 p.m. and like whatever. But the things that I'm doing, I've convinced myself that it's helping me like get in better shape. And I feel it in my, I feel it like happening. I know I'm trying to like sync up to you. Like, it's actually fairly easy. It just takes a few days of committing and then and being like, well, this is boring. And then after that, you just like feel that a little better after like the yep. third day. And then it motivates you to just like keep going. There's also another study that says that like groups of friends like will probably be all in the same weight class. Yeah. Because they tend to like pick up each other's eating habits and like workout habits and like sedentary or not. So yeah. when you gain weight, you can blame me. And when I lose weight, I can give you the credit. I need to find like the most healthy person no. and make that person no. my best friend. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the healthiest bitch Sheena I know? Sheena Menina. You're right. Sheena Menina is <laughs> She was the drinking health- goddamn bone broth when we were having like pounding mimosas. I'm never going to get on that. No, I'm never going to get on that train. That- that's, that's when I knew I was safe because I was like, oh, phew. Sheena is like... You're one of your best friends for forever, and she's so healthy. So I was like, Saucy has it right here. If, if, if that's what she wants, she can tap into it. No, I but can't. She's not drinking fucking bone broth. I'm not. No, she was warm. That it was so weird, <laughs> and she treats it like a cocktail. Like she's like, yum. I'm like getting <laughs> off on this. I'm like you're a fucking weirdo. She poured it for me. She was like, it's like a martini, and I was like, this it is, is not like a martini. <laughs> I'm not drunk. It's warm, <laughs> and, and I want to spit it everywhere. And it's bone broth. It tastes like I'm drinking a steak that someone put in a blender so fucking gross so meaty so liquidy so bad oh my gosh i know yeah so here we are um basically stassi if you haven't gone and watched these episodes there are four of them out on youtube and on bravotv.com and please uh, write to bravo and say that you want this to be a show because i am just really wanting this to work let's say that they picked it up as like they like greenlit it through and through would it be like weekly I don't know. It depends on what Bravo wants. Manifest it and it will come true. What does Stassi want? I would like it weekly. Yeah. I think that would be fun. And how long is it? Well, right now they're like 12 to 13 minutes. So how long would you want it to be? Um, Let's what? Let's see. Watch Happens Live Half is technically, hour. but that's also with commercials. Right. Oh, yeah. So that would end up being like 24 minutes. Yeah. I think it ends I think up being. that's like the perfect amount of time. I think it is too. Am I going to get to come on? Of course. Yay. You know, so my, I have some really like shady trolls and somebody 
they tagged me, of course, so they want you to see it. And they were like, oh, at Taylor Strecker isn't on it. I guess you're not her best friend. I was like, I will find you. I will hit you with that my is car. Hysterical. And I will kidnap your child. <laughs> you weren't in LA the days that I did it. Thank you. No, no you weren't. And it wasn't I one of those that. things where I could, it was. I know that. Because we were doing it while we were filming Vanderpump Rules. So we, o- we only get. Yeah. So we were just trying to fit it in wherever we yeah. could. So there. People. Yeah. Fuck off. God. Always trying to rip us apart, Stassi. I know. I just posted a backstage photo of my sparkly shoes and someone wrote that I have grandma feet. And I was like, cool. Didn't realize that I should be photoshopping my feet. <laughs> Forgot that that it was a thing. And everyone's now going in on that person. And I'm like, thank you. Even Jax. Jax wrote a novel. <laughs> Jax literally went in and wrote, who do you think you are? Like tearing down women like that. Like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> women supporting women. Women supporting From Jax. From Jax. <laughs> The biggest feminists in all the land. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my God. The irony of I that. Just, you know, did you ever think you'd be in this spot in life? No. Where Jack's, Jack's fighting your battles for you. Jack's going on my Instagram and defending me. My hero. My fucking hero. <laughs> um, so funny. I had quite a week in New York. I know. Tell me all about it. Listen, I feel kind of changed. Do tell. Like, okay, being asked to speak at the Glamour of the Women, the Glamour Women of the Year Summit was like major. I was going to huge honor. I was going to shit my pants for that. And um, that was really cool. And I just like couldn't believe that. And and I'm in the magazine. So it's like if you haven't gotten it, go out and get it. And like that was really cool. And I'm like, I'm so not worthy like to be here with like these people that are actually doing shit for the world. And then when we went to the awards and I listened to just everyone get up there and speak I really was like I'm not worthy I'm with people that are really doing shit for the world and I woke up and I was like all I could talk about I was like Emily we need to we need to start an organization we need to think about what matters to me how like how we can actually make a difference like how like what are like things that motivate me where I could help you know what I mean? Like instead of just doing my podcast and how about you go to pretend law school like Kim Kardashian and then, uh, you know, be a pretend lawyer. No, you know, no, 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 because I don't feel like going to law school. <laughs> Neither does Kim. That's why she's like doing a shortcut. I don't mind that she's Makes doing me a, so mad. No, Taylor. I love that Kim Kardashian is doing that. I don't care if it's a shortcut because she's actually making a fucking difference. I get it. I just want Look her. Look at all I the amazing her, stuff that she's doing. But be like Elle Woods, you know, really get into Harvard she, Law School. No. no, and go and go and do it. Like do it. If she, I wish Kim did it the real way, because then I would be like, damn. No, it's not about having to do it the real way. It's about making change. And if she's making change, then that's all that matters. Fine. Who cares? I care. If she's sitting in the dorm and then going and sitting in on a fucking auditorium class. It really doesn't matter as long as she's doing something with it. I mean, I guess fine. Also, did you hear recently that Kylie is officially a billionaire? Yeah. Officially. Yes. Sold, what, 49% or 51%? 51%. 51% of her company for $600 million. Rise and shine. Fuck yeah. Rise and shine makes me mad too. And that, that <laughs> I love rise and shine. Rise and shine. This is why I don't it like it. was so real. It was so real. It was but the so thing real. Is, is that like, I feel like she's in a space now where nobody can ever tell her like, that's bathos. That's like, that's who cares. Bit. But like, like she, I feel like she could just take a poop and people be like, look up, grab it out of the toilet. Like, let's cast it in gold. Great. And let's make a statue out of it. And she would Good be like, for her. yes, of course. I just feel like she doesn't, 
I, I just feel like she doesn't deserve everything she's getting. I listen. I I'm impressed, and the more female billionaires out there, the better. Okay, right. But I just feel like out of all the Kardashians, I just I find her like. The, to quote Kim, the least interesting to look at. I know that was about Courtney, but I'm saying it about Kylie. And also, I think she's the least interesting to listen to. That is definitely for sure. She also doesn't have a fantastic voice, but now, like, she thinks she does. Like, she'll come out with an album, like no, Mariah Carey. No, because she's figured and it, it will sell. No, she's figured <laughs> out life, and I don't think she cares about totally being in the public. And so, like, she figured out life. But, but she you know cre- why she could? Because she was the youngest of the whole bunch. So she got to watch yeah. everybody. This is like, this is me as the oldest child, like venting about like sibling rivalry. My little brother is thriving because he had 11 years to watch me fuck up. I also had to break my parents in. He like had the best tra- trajectory ever. Of course he went to Harvard. Of course he's probably going to go to a medical school because he got to watch me fuck up for all those years. And that's Kylie. You know, like- I had the opposite experience with my <laughs> siblings. They're all like, fuck. I can't live up to you. You set the bar too high. <laughs> yes. So I guess I don't feel that. Sibling. Well, isn't that so nice? Do you think that Kim is secretly annoyed that Kylie like basically copied her everything and is like making more money from it? No. Really? I would love for my sister to copy what I'm doing and then be more successful. I'd be like, great. Keep it in the fucking family. Oh, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. It's like we all we're all going to have kids. We're all going to be around each other for the rest of our lives now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Do do your shit. I got to change my perspective on Kylie because it just it literally drives me. You nuts. just have to be happy for her. You really do. Like you need to learn to be happy for Kylie Jenner. <laughs> I, I thought you were to say just like for other people, but you're like no, no, specifically, specifically Kylie. Kylie Jenner. She is. She lives in a compound. She doesn't have. I mean, she never has to leave her compound. Think about it. When she was pregnant, that was ten months to eleven months to a year that she did not. She was not seen in public. She did not have to leave her compound. That is goals. Is, it, it is. It's what I want. It's what I want. I've been thinking about what I want a lot. Yes. Recently, because okay. I'm writing my second book and um, I don't want to give away too much for fear of some people stealing it. Other people who are writing books and stuff. I just don't want them to steal my shit because it sounds like because <laughs> I've, I've kind of had I've heard rumblings that some people are stealing my shit So I don't want to say too much, but there's, I was thinking a lot about like how people are always asking women, like, do you think you can have it all and all of that? And so I want, there is this chapter that I'm writing about where it is about having it all. And I'm like, I, I actually now hate that question. It's horrible. Also men are never asked that question. Never, ever, ever asked that question. And I was like, well, what does having it all mean to me? And at first I was just like super lame and like, I do have it all because I'm happy. And I'm like, okay, so nice. But I'm like, no, I don't have it all. I'd really like to own like a ghost town. I would really like, (laughs) I I would like, um, hidden Valley to give me the Sapphire and diamond encrusted ranch bottle. Yes. I'd really like a private jet that looks like the spice world bus. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of things that I want, but then be like, that's if I have a pet zombie, then I have it all. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what is actually having it all? Let's cut the shit on having it all. Society tells women that having it all is this. Okay. Family, marriage, career. Yes. But the, but, but it's, it's even more. It's like, and also like, like look a certain way and like have a certain war there's like and like your kids have to look a certain way and your husband and like the whole shebang right yeah but 
having it all, I think it's actually impossible. My girlfriend works for this company, TFQ, and they did like a comedy week uh, panel where right. they talked to all these different comedians. And it was so interesting listening to these women because they're like, being a female comedian is so hard, but also being a female comedian that's a mom, like impossible because the schedule is so bananas. Yeah. And they were like, the guys, like their wives, girlfriends, whoever pop out a baby and they're on the road the next day, like just like living their best life. It's like they don't skip a beat. Yeah. But a woman, like your phys- your body has to physically recover. That's why I'm slowly trying to become a man <laughs> so that I don't have to worry about that. So I can have it all like a dude. Dude life's sweet. <laughs> dude life is, no, I love makeup. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give that up. I, I love also heels. love heels are the best. I love having boobs i love like uh-huh, boobs well you know what i mean like i just i like i don't know like but the, the fucking having it all i would really i think when i have male guests on my podcast i'm gonna start asking them do you think that you can have it all i and love i will only that. ask the male guests and i'll be like what do you think having it all means their and brains do will you, explode do you think you can have it all they're they'll be like i do exactly and then you'll ask them like what that is. And it's just like existing. Literally, I just think that they think having it all means having a dick. And the beginning, middle and end. If someone steals my having it all idea, I swear to God. Well, you heard I'm gonna need, first. I'm going to need my Khaleesi army to come out and rise against if somebody decides to write that in a book before <laughs> mine's published. That's why you have to keep them secret. But that's, but also I like to, my podcast is about being open and talking about things and I'm working through things and working through ideas I have through this podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, but I also don't want my shit stolen. I'm going to come up with a new podcast called Having It All with Taylor Strecker. Oh my God. Can you imagine? You're fired. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, whatever. Whatever. It is what it is. It uh, is what it is. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um. And I'm trying to plan a wedding. I'm just updating. This is. Listen, I'm in the. I'm in the bathroom of my hotel room. I'm really tired, and so I'm like, we're just gonna update whatever i think people need a good update and uh, you know what i'm trying to lock down my fucking wedding venue vanderpump rules is slowing me down yeah they're making things difficult huh? making things so difficult because they have to sign releases there are contracts and i'm like i would already have my venue my date my hotel everything already if it wasn't being filmed this is really really hard i need you guys to appreciate this and i'd also like you to reconsider paying for my wedding <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a very fair request. Please, can, you know, I know you've never done it before, Bravo, but like, can you just reconsider? Make an exception. Just make an exception for moi. I think you deserve it. I mean, they're going to make a lot of money off your wedding. It's like, come Jeez. on. Just like throw me a goddamn bone over yeah, here. Throw me some moolah, some <laughs> extra cash. Well, especially if that's preventing you from being able to get the things that you want at like a decent price. I know, but they don't think that way. Well, isn't that nice for them? Networks don't think that way. And I'm not saying it's just Bravo. No, it's all networks. Networks don't think that way because it's not just like one person up there making a decision. No. I would have called that person a long time ago. You, you know, know what I mean? Who, you know who has it all? Networks. <laughs> networks. They have it all. Networks totally have it all. <laughs> You're right. Finding the right vitamins is a pain in my actual ass. I have talked about Ritual Vitamins for so long now because I am so impressed that there is just 
this one vitamin that I have to take and I know that I'm getting the vitamins and nutrients that I need and filling in the gaps in my diet daily, okay? I mean, think about it. When you go down like the CVS aisle for vitamins, there's like so many options and you never know what to do. Then it gets expensive because you're buying like 12 different vitamins and also who wants to swallow 12 vitamins a day? Not me. And no matter how much like kale you eat or like green smoothies, you're never actually going to get the nutrients that you need. This is why I've decided to take Ritual because I love the way that it makes me feel and I love that it actually also tastes good. I'm not joking. They're these cute little capsules. They look like snow globes and they taste like peppermint. So you don't have like that fish oily, like gross taste like coming in afterwards. So Ritual Essential for Women, it's the ultimate multivitamin but reimagined. So from D3 to omega-3, they're essential for women helps fill in the gaps for a woman's diet. And there's no nausea, anything like that. So you can have your vitamins on an empty stomach. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So fill in the gaps in your diet with essential for women. It's literally a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for our bodies, you guys. Visit ritual.com slash Stassi to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash Stassi. I wonder, I, I always try to think about like when enough's going to be enough, right? Like career-wise, life-wise. Like it's what never going to be enough. It, it's never going to be enough. But I try to think about like in my mind setting like a certain like like three to five goals of like when I get this, 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 and this, I will then have to like tell myself I'm allowed to be happy or content or whatever. You're not happy? I'm, well, okay. So I'm very happy in my relationship. I'm like so madly in love and our relationship is not perfect. Stassi, Bo, and I, Taylor, M, and Lala <laughs> all hung out right before BravoCon. We played this game called Jackbox, which is, which it's is amazing. It's the best. It's the best. What's the game called that I really like? That we Faking were, it. Faking it, yeah. And basically the name of the game is that everybody is getting asked questions and you either raise your hand, you make a face, you hold up fingers, stuff like that. This is my cocaine. Like it, it, it take, like there's Legit. not much that can get me to stay up late, but I am the last person playing this game. I'm begging people not to go to their hotel room. It's like four in the morning. Like if someone brings Jackbox. Forget it. I, like I'm a nerd. I'm we like, had a that... really early dinner. We were done at eight, and so like, let's go play Jackbox. Tana left your apartment and or your hotel. It was as big as an apartment at one in the morning on a goddamn Wednesday. And I made Emily or Lala. I can't remember which one. Oh, they stay, were still there when we walked stay out. Stay longer because I'm like, no, please, just one more, just one more game. But anyway, back to um this game that we played when you got in trouble. <sighs> so basically, like one person will receive a message because you play with your phones and you're looking at TV screen. It's like the game board, and it'll say. Say you're the faker. So fake it till you make it. You don't even know what the question is. You just have to like kind of follow everyone's lead. You want to throw people off with your answers. It's like, it's a mind fuck. And basically everybody's like, yeah. you're a liar. You can't be trusted. That's like, it, it, it's a life ruiner basically. Yeah. And so there was a question about um, what do you say when it comes to sex? And I, what do you say during sex? During sex. Yeah. And I wrote stop, which was totally a joke, but also I was trying to throw people off anyway. My girlfriend, and she's so wonderful and so sweet. And she was just like, that's Taylor, embarrassing. Even when I saw it, because I was reading everyone's answers, I think Lala was like, hey, daddy. I was like, okay, she's not lying. <laughs> and Bo put whoops. And at first I was like, whoops. He's like, yeah, like if I accidentally. And I'm like, okay, okay, fine. That is you. You wrote, don't, don't stop. stop. I mean, Thanks a lot for that. Listen, I'm vanilla. Like, that, it's just like standard what you say. So anyway, 
I panicked. I'm like very weird. But you were and prudish stop. when it comes to sex. And like my shtick for years has been like, I don't like sex. I'm asexual. I don't like sex. It's like a really bad habit I've developed. Yeah. And I'm so in love with Taylor. And like Taylor like wants to like, we have a good relationship. So she's like, when you write stuff like that, it looks bad and it's embarrassing. She was so pissed at me and rightfully so. Rightfully I would have so. been pissed too. If Bo wrote stop, I would have, he would have had the to rat. hear about it for 17 days straight. So that's the thing. So like we got in a little, so, so our relationship is not perfect because I'm an asshole. But like, that's the thing is like, when I had like, when I had a husband or ex-boyfriends and they were like, wanted sex, I would be like, fuck you and fuck your dick and fuck it all. And I, and I had no like empathy for their sexual needs. But like my Tay, like I need to stop with the, I don't like sex shtick because I love her and she hates when I talk like that. So I'm like trying to train myself not to. And that's love. So I'm good in the love department. I'm so happy with Tay. Okay, so you're happy with Tay, but are you happy with your the rest of your life? I'm about to be happy with my apartment because we're moving to this huge, gorgeous apartment. It's Jersey City, which I'm. That's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be great content because yeah, I'm going to be your apartment out. is dope, gorgeous. and I don't Gorge. even use that word. Dope, dope ass. It's dope ass. <laughs> it is. I mean, what else do you call it? It's awesome. So that's going to be. I feel like that's going to make me feel like more like an adult. We just got a car, which also helps me feel like an adult. So uh -huh. I like. So those are like we're checking boxes like rapidly. My career's going really well. Thanks in lot part to you. Thank you for having me on the tour. Um, for real, it's really. It, I couldn't ask for better fucking PR. It's fucking amazing. Um, but. You know, I just, I, I think for me, like the more is like, I need more money. And like, I know that sounds disgusting and people are, you're not supposed to say that, but like I do, I need more money, especially because Tay wants kid kids. And that is, that's where I start to get scared. And that's when I start to like worry about the future. And I also kind of feel like I work in a scary industry. We both do. Well, yeah, but you're like really crushing. So I'm not worried about you at all. But everyone who goes to the top always falls down. That's not true. There there are ebbs and flows and you you go up and down and you, you that's I'm I've like mentally prepared myself for like another crash down that I'll just have to build myself up again with. But you know what we know? At least we know that we can recover from the down yeah. spiral. I mean, anyone can. I mean, I feel like you have to have that mentality that you can always recover. Dust yourself up and try again. again. You can dust it up and try again. Try again. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Losers. I don't know, but that's my biggest, like, like I, th that's the thing is I want to be in a place in my career where I'm like, I am in a, a good safe spot, but maybe that doesn't exist for anybody in any industry. Like even my dad's a doctor. Yeah. And he's I, even like medical industry, health insurance. He gets so angry. I personally don't. Yeah. I don't think that anyone ever totally feels content. Kim Kardashian doesn't even feel content enough that now she has to do skims. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like You're right. there, there's always something. Everyone always feels like there's something more that you can be doing. No one is ever like, I've done enough. And I can promise you having a lot of money does not, will not make you feel like you have it all. Actually, sometimes it does this weird thing where it, it makes, makes you, you like more miserable. Yeah. Like I was just because we're looking at houses now. And so I'm like, fuck. Okay. Well, we have a wedding to pay for. I also want children. So like, we can't be like house poor. So like, what should we actually be looking at? And oh my God, I should work more. <laughs> I, should, I need to work more. I need to keep working. Holy shit. And it never, like you always upgrade your life to like where you currently are. And so, so you're you, always like, struggling. Dragon. You're always struggling. There's a, I'm like the queen of studies right now. There's an amazing study. Yeah, what is this? I read a lot from my show. That's a lie. I just regurgitate the like 10 things over the past 10 years I've heard. Right. They're usually from my dad. Yeah. And half the time he's wrong. So half of the shit I say is bullshit. Okay. But this um, study. The study said that 
um, in terms of like your financial income and like happiness and like being content. And it was like, when you were at the poverty line, you were legit stressed because it like life is hard. I've been there. I know. So that's <laughs> like, so like, I, I think it was something like across America. If you make like, wait, my dad told me a study. Can I say it first? Yes. And go. see if it's the same one. Yeah. My dad told me this, like, I think 10 years ago, he's like, there have been studies done that show that once you hit $350,000 a year, that there is no like, ha- there's no like, your happiness stays the same no matter how much more money you make. But I think then it goes, but yeah, it's the same study. But then I think it like jumps to like, and then once you're like in the millions, there's like a little bit of a bump. But then like uh, from people who are like a millionaire or like a 10 millionaire, there's no difference in their happiness. And that's $9 million difference. So Kylie Jenner is not the happy. same as she's miserable. I she's, love her now. So Kylie, see. <laughs> No, I, I'm pretty sure once you hit the billionaire status, you're just like in a whole trajectory. Like, because you never, ever, ever have to worry about money. You live off the fucking interest. Yeah, like that that's, would be like the coolest feeling in the whole world to being just a billionaire. That's so baller. Fine, there you go. That's me having it all. I have to become a billionaire. Okay, but soup sustainable goals here. You need to go to Walgreens, Dwayne Reed, find a poster board, buy some magazines, <laughs> and make yourself. A vision board. A billionaire vision board. <laughs> a billionaire vision board. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it too. If you make a billion dollars, will you give me a couple million? <laughs> Please. I don't know. <laughs> You're such a bitch. I'm not sure. This is what I mean. Like I was thinking about this the other day. What if I, because Bo and I watched like um, HGTV and there was like the, like my dream lottery home. So it's like people who won the lottery and I'm like, they talk about how like people just come out of the woodwork. It's like, I'm your cousin. Can I have a million dollars? I'm this. Can I have? And they're like, I'm now more miserable because people are just constantly coming to me. And I'm like, I would just say no. <laughs> if, I, if I won the lottery, I would like donate a lot of it to like a cause that I like and then tell like all of my friends and family, fuck off. Yeah, the cause is the Taylor Strecker Foundation. I know. It's like, <laughs> actually, I, I, I don't know how I would be until I actually like got there. Do you I, know what I mean? I have a friend that just got like a really big job promotion like big and like basically tripled her income and I thought I I like looked at her I was like aren't you so happy and she's like I'm so stressed she's like mo money mo problems is no fucking joke she's like because now I feel guilt like if like because she's now elevating her life to that new income but now like her family and friends are looking at her that like need help I feel guilt feel like I feel I feel guilt a lot too that's why I pick up all the dinners I was, I was just talking about this in my radio show. I'm like, it, I was saying, it no, makes like, me you feel have like, to start letting me, please. No, like, it, no, it, it, no I'm no, happy no. to. We went to This Carbone. is the thing. No, no. no it, and I do the same with Bo when it so comes to you. like flights. Cause like Bo will like book like his flight or whatever. And I'm like, well, I want to stay in first class. And so I'm like, I'll just pay the little difference and upgrade him. Or like, if I want to stay in a suite, it's like, he'll book the room. And then I'm like, I'll pay the upgrade. I mean, I get that mentality because my girlfriend. Because it's what I want. You know what I mean? I get it. I mean, Tay's like becoming more and more like financially solvent and she's like starting to really crush in her job. Um, But when we first met, she was nannying. And so I like, and I was bougie as fuck. I was coming from like, you know, my like millions of dollars of an apartment. I would like these vacations. I was like used to nice things. So I was fine giving up like the trips and like that like huge apartment, but like the dinners and like, like it treating myself that I couldn't give up. So I would always say to Tay, it's on me because you like to eat easy Mac for every meal. So if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be here like having to pay all this money for this meal. So I'll pick up the meals. So I get that. But for real, when we went to Carbone, I said to Tay, 
you have to keep a hawk eye out. I want to split this with Stassi because I'm a ninja. Seriously, but then I'm a ninja. But then I was like, well, maybe I'll just slip them my card. But then I'm like, but I can't pay for the whole dinner. I'm a ninja. So that's the thing. So that's my option. Either I have to let you buy me dinner or I have to somehow sneak in and pay for the whole this dinner. Is, this is why when I become a billionaire, Can't. I'm not going to give you money. I'm just going to take you to better dinners. Okay, fine. So do you know what I mean? Yes. I'm not. <laughs> that's. I know, but like, I don't want to ever be like a financial burden to you. It's not. It's Ugh. not a finance. Oh my God. All the lights went out. Wait. In the bathroom. Just in the bathroom. Is it because we're not moving around? Yeah. Is it like a sensor thing? Oh my God. I just got scared. There's never a ghost in here. Hold wait, on. Wait, wait. I'll do it. I'm scared. Oh my God. I'm trying to reach for it. Without... It's so spooky. It's so spooky. Okay. I'll okay. just turn okay. them back on. I guess That's... it's because we're not moving. Don't spill your iced tea. Okay. <laughs> that was bizarre. But anyway, that's it for t- <laughs> <laughs> Now you really have to come to your... Wait, now the bedroom just went off. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. I'm having a panic attack. I don't see Stassi this is what you do you've been conjuring fucking spirits forever I'm so pissed at you <sighs> I'm I'm having a physical reaction right now it's Did not I just that big possessed? of a deal this feels like a new hotel what's that no don't that's <laughs> not funny <laughs> I wish you could have just seen that you're a fucker don't okay well this is kind of weird but yeah you have to come do your makeup with me down here now now I'm terrified to even go shower like it's, you'll be fine. It's actually a great shower because there's you the watch over- me shower like Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> but only because I'm scared of ghosts. <laughs> all right, we're gonna wrap it up here and go turn <laughs> the lights all back on. Talk to you guys next week when it is the holidays, Thanksgiving, coolsies. Yeah. Can I do a shameless plug? Yeah, of course. Sorry, I forgot to let you do that. Follow me. Instagram at Taylor's Trekker. It's that simple. And all the other stuff is just listed there. Now I have to go number two because my heart kind of <laughs> fell on my butt and it just like made everything start moving because I got scared. First. Congratulations. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.